where are my Converse? And are you sitting on my bra? I know you're pretty, but can you at least try to make yourself a bit more use than a candy floss bikini too, please? Jess pleaded. Nate grinned at her lazily from her dishevelled bed and blew a handful of perfect smoke rings in Jess's direction. Despite investing enough in Marlborough lights to buy a small house, Jess had never quite learned how to blow smoke rings, even though other people, irritating ones like Nate, made it look easy. It was like those old magic eye pictures, which everyone had told Jess turned into fish or the Statue of Liberty if you stared at them for long enough, when they just looked like a mess of squiggles to her. Stop showing off and help me, you monster! Sighing, Nate removed a muscular arm from behind his head, leaned over the edge of the bed and looked underneath. Here you go, your majesty, he said, propping his cigarette in the corner of his mouth and saluting as he handed Jess a battered pair of red sneakers with wonky red hearts drawn in Sharpie pen on the toes. Thank you, Sir Butthead, Jess said, grabbing them from his hand and pecking him on the cheek. Why don't you come here and thank me properly? He said, grinning, as he wrapped his arms around her waist and pulled her onto the bed, which made her squeal. As Nate kissed her, Jess groaned, making their lips vibrate. She had such little willpower when it came to Nate's love of early morning, work-bothering shags. The sight of his perfectly toned lower half wrapped in the tiny, tatty towel she purposefully gave him to use whenever he stayed over made her melt, which in turn made her feel like a terrible, horny cliché. Wasn't she supposed to be attracted to men's brains and stuff, rather than their bits? Still, with that body and his 24-year-old enthusiasm for her relatively ancient 32-year-old ass, it was almost a shame she was going to have to give him up soon. They'd been dating for six weeks now. Was it really that long? And seeing the same guy for more than a month or so wasn't in the spirit of the article she'd read in Bijou magazine on dating New Yorker style. Although Jess knew she'd never be a true Bijou girl, the idea of casually trying on a few different men for a while to see how well they fit before swiftly moving on to pastures new sounded like a lot of fun. Of course, a Bijou girl wouldn't live in a falling apart flat the size of a postage stamp, fix her shonky Ikea coffee table with gaffer tape and mostly eat dinner straight out of a saucepan using one of the bumper pack of plastic sporks she'd bought at a car boot fair. But still, a girl could dream, couldn't she? And although she wouldn't know an eyebrow pencil if it bit her on the bum, the latest bijou dating trend suited Jess down to the ground. Juggling two men at once meant the relationships were both strictly temporary and wouldn't bring up any dreary conversations about us. Jess was determined to stretch the fun of her twenties as far into her thirties as possible, while the thirty-somethings around her started caring what colour the hallway was painted, their parties gradually morphing from house to dinner. Jess wanted to grab every opportunity for fun that was thrown her way. No ties, no chores, no responsibilities. Dating like a New Yorker suited her carefree blueprint down to a T, which is why, as well as Nate, she was currently seeing Tom, 
a slightly nerdy but extremely tall and sexy bookbinder who shared her taste in films. The perfect movie night companion. He was happy to play the big spoon to Jess's little spoon as they inhaled popcorn on the sofa together, even if he did spend far too much time trying to persuade her that old person plans could actually be more fun than going out clubbing, as long as you bought the right snacks. Jess thought he was being ridiculous. When you went out clubbing, you had no idea what might happen to you, but the sofa was completely boringly predictable. No one had ever woken up with a hangover, someone else's shoes and a stranger in their bed after a night in. She was having fun, but Jess knew she'd have to move on soon before they, or God forbid, she, got too attached.